As I awoke one morning from uneasy dreams, I found myself sitting on my bed, surrounded by the blue light that filled my room. The sunlight had turned blue after passing through the huge blue curtains protecting me from the insults that the sun loved spewing on me. I realized that, at that time, I was still there, 16 years of age. The cold breeze of the air conditioner calmed my angst, this fear that I would amount to nothing, that I wouldn't touch anybody else's lives. I wished I was born elsewhere entirely, and then I saw my cupboard filled with comic books that I loved, so I could feel a smile building up, and things were slightly better. Today, I woke up surrounded by a familiar ceiling. I have accepted that the ceiling is just a ceiling. It is the ceiling, perhaps because I fully internalized my surroundings. I am now finally somewhere else entirely. The air, warm and slightly damp, signaling for an impending rain. As the clouds up in the sky started to crumble, I remember how cloudless the sky back home was, different than what it's like here. An emotion then bubbled underneath, like the first fizz you hear when the effervescent tablet hits the water. Perhaps I do miss where I'm from, even just for a tiny bit. This episode, the house that my brother and I grew up in. Hi, Edgelings. This is Andy or Andrew, and you're listening to Edgy, but like, make it gay. A rather cringy podcast where I talk about my edgy, gay takes on things, either by myself or with friends. So, I haven't gone back to my hometown for almost three years now. Most days, I have to bear the onslaught of WhatsApp messages from my parents asking me about how my day went, what I ate, how things are in Germany, and the usual video call requests. I would be lying if I say that I don't miss home one single bit, so to that end, I thought I could talk to somebody who can remind me and tell me what's new with our house. Enjoy the ride. He's been mentioned time and time again. My brother this, my brother that. This boy who, as a kid, used to stab himself with pencils when he was stressed, and now he has graphite in multiple parts of his body. His name is Wilson. Hello. How are you? Hi there. Okay. (laughs) Isn't Uh, it true that you still have graphite inside your body? I didn't expect to start this with that kind of... (laughs) Yes, I do still have those spots. I guess right mm-hmm. now. I can't believe you remember that as well. Of course I remember that. <laughs> everybody everybody at school made like a big deal out of you who kept like really? stab Yes. Everybody was worried. Because really? we thought that you were sick in the head. I don't know. That that, that was just my old dumb self, I guess, from my childhood. Oh, you're so oh, that's not- you're so young. You're so dumb. You were five years old. <laughs> okay, fine. Thanks. <laughs> Just remember, it's okay to laugh, yeah? 
Mm-hmm. How about we start things uh, with you maybe describing as my brother? Can you describe yourself when you were a kid? What do you remember most about me, for example? First of all, my name is Wilson, and um, how how would I describe myself? I would describe myself as being the very opposite of you in everything, because I know for a fact that, like last time, I know、mm. you're the smart one. You're、okay. the very um, how, how should I say, not flamboyant, but like you're really charismatic. No, no, no. Wow. I, okay. I, should, I shouldn't describe it, but no, <laughs> I mean like you're very approachable for others. I secretly looked up to you back then, <laughs> but I did. But I didn't. I mean, I know that, but I didn't even tell it to you directly. But like you, you know, for a fact, like for example, when 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 our parents told you to join a drawing lesson. Then at、yes. the end, I follow along. Yes. When our parents told you to join this vocal lesson, I then、mm-hmm. follow along. You、mm-hmm. you see the parent, right? You see the、mm-hmm. parent, right? So basically, yes, it's like secretly following up to you. I felt like most of the things that I did last time and the talents that I'm basically forming throughout the years, especially、mm-hmm. with drawings. That was basically because of you. So actually,、yeah. thank you. You're welcome. You. And then you end, and then you basically ended up being the better artist because I can't draw for shit nowadays. But you're welcome. I also respect、uh, your existence a lot. I remember that as a kid, I would say that you were pretty、mm-hmm. violent. But that type of <laughs> violence came in handy at some point. Because I basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's tell the story now.、Uh, this is one of my mem-、uh, the most memorable memories that we shared together. I, I'm gonna tell the story, and you can react to it, of course. Okay.、Um, okay. I had this girl,、um, <laughs> and I think I was in the fourth grade, and my brother was either in the first or the second grade. I might have also been in the fifth grade. Does doesn't matter. <laughs> There's a two year, three year gap between my brother、uh, between Wilson and I, and、um, there was this girl who was kind of obsessed with、mm-hmm. me. And much like a lot of other people,、um, she would also like to pinch my cheeks, and then she would also、mm-hmm. like to hug me and touch me inappropriately.、Yeah. I basically told another girlfriend of mine, whom I was pretty close with, and also my brother.、Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they could sense my frustration, maybe. And then、mm-hmm. at some point during <laughs> lunch break, my brother <laughs> Wilson and this other girl. Uh, actually, came into my classroom where this girl was like pestering me, and、I、then would、so. I be correct to tell the story in which you and this other girlfriend kind of、um, punched <laughs> and hit this girl who was pestering me repeatedly? From what I know, I tried to knock her on the edge of the bridge, so like, no,、uh, I tried to <laughs> pin her down. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to bring her down with 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 your friend that time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like it basically just like to threaten her, like to、uh-huh. mess with my brother and everything. Like, what the、mm-hmm. hell is wrong with you? Something like that, yeah. And then、uh, <laughs> at some point, there was a teacher who was passing by, and、yeah. uh, you almost got caught. And then you and this other girlfriend of mine were just like, oh, 
like caressing the girl who was pestering yeah. me and then you guys were like oh we're just playing with girl we're having so much fun and then you continue to beat her up <laughs> no no i tried to pin her down it's, it's, it's like a cartoon show yeah i felt kind of bad for the girl but inside i'm like oh my god they're my heroes <laughs> like i loved it i was like more um, but I think that uh, this episode, we're going to mostly talk about our other experiences by the medium of um, telling not really the story, but more like the condition and what's in our house. So mm-hmm. this house is in Indonesia. Wilson and I basically live there with our parents and mm-hmm. also our grandmother. We grew up mm-hmm. uh, inside this house until we were like in high school. And then we basically moved away, right? So I think I moved away first to mm-hmm. Malaysia. And then eventually you moved away a couple of years later to Singapore. So let's talk about this together. And maybe what's also good is that you can maybe also shed some light as to what the condition of the house is right now, since I haven't been back mm-hmm. home for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have quite a lot to cover. So let's do this uh, systematically, starting from the front gate. We have this area where our cars would be parked. And there are also a couple of planters where our mom Mm -hmm. or grandma would plant like some ivy plants. And then I remember that next to this area, there's this terrace or like a porch area Mm -hmm. with like two plastic chairs and one plastic table. Uh, I remember also that there used to be a blue flower shaped ashtray that our dad or our relatives Mm -hmm. would also use to like uh, smoke with. What do you remember about this area when you were a kid, uh, Mm -hmm. when we had to say goodbye to our dad before he had to go back to his hometown, for example? I mean, like not anything special that I remember from this area. Basically, right now we have two pets near the porch. Mm-hmm. Two turtles, actually. I forgot their name. Like, one is, like... Betty. I, I forgot. Yeah, okay. Betty. Right. And the other one, I remember. <laughs> I thought that we one, decided I... on naming the other one uh, Squirtle. No. Wasn't that... No? Are you sure? No, no. And yeah, um, other things about the porch. I knew that we had to say goodbye to our dad whenever he, mm-hmm. needs, to, like, he needs to leave to his hometown. I remember that our mom is the one who told us to do that, not us initiating. Yeah, that's true. Mm. It's like she's saying, you two, hey, you two, let's go down together and then say goodbye to your dad. He's leaving Mm. to his hometown to work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, work. Quote, unquote. (laughs) Yeah. When we enter our house, we would then find this tiny guest area with gray couches. And then there's also like this black table with like some fake flowers on top. And then this area is also like next to our dad's workbench and also a guest room. What do you remember about this particular front area? We actually have our grandfather clock. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure mm-hmm. about you because the grandfather's <laughs> clock had like a door in which like you can clean the pendulum oh. and everything. Okay. So for this door to be closed, you kind of need to lock it with like a very rusty old key. And I loved old stuff. I used to collect a lot of things. We'll get to that later. Yeah, um, I but, know. <laughs> but like the key, I used to play it with like so much. I loved it. What do you play with the key? Just, you know, like, in and out, in and out, in and out. Or, like, left, right, left, right, left, right. 
it was it was very sad okay i didn't used to play with marbles okay i used to play with these things like you know okay a key i mean i, or never, a I never play with marbles as well so no i but... think it's dumb <laughs> but other than that and uh what else do you uh remember i remember you getting furious for that because you kept smoking and smoking every day and then that the blue asteroid that you mentioned before, mm-hmm. you tried to destroy it. You mm, destroyed it. I remember. If I you remember. don't stop smoking, yeah, like I will be destroying this. He's I remember. Stop, stop, stop. Okay, fine, fine, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll stop. I'm like, okay. But then he fine. didn't stop. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now, after we pass this area, we would mm-hmm. then uh, come to the first room that is actually inhabited by one of our family members, right? So our grandma's room. What's your favorite thing to find in that room? I, I remember as a kid, I loved going to that room because I would find like a lot of things, like a lot of old memorabilia. Um, Our grandma's room, I think it's so small. You know, sometimes I really hate coming inside that room because of the smell. Old it's people the smell? Old, it's the old, no, it's not just the old people. It's the old I people's see. perfume smell. Yeah, um, but exactly. do you also remember our, mm, our grandmother yeah. really, really likes to eat this particular brand of cheese crackers in Indonesia. It's mm. called Ritz, R-I-T-Z. Mm-hmm. And I remember mm-hmm. that as a kid, the only reason why you would go downstairs to go to our grandma's room was basically to steal the, her packs of Ritz <laughs> from her Tupperware. I didn't even remember that actually until you mentioned it. I really like that cheese crackers. But like, yeah. like whenever I bought them, I always munch them right after opening their plastic packs. So it's like <laughs> I never, I never remember, I never remember uh, our our grandma putting them in a Tupperware and everything, and then like I would go inside. It's like that's very sneaky of me. But no, I you're a thief. You're them. a criminal. Okay, you literally you. stole food from an old person. Hello. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well. If we're done with our grandma's room, right outside that room is actually the um, larger living room. Mm-hmm. There's this big gray marble table. Is it still there? Yes, it's always there. Like I mean, uh, it's always- mm-hmm. the, the, the things that are placed on that table keep changing, right? What's, what's on the table nowadays? I mean, not really. No? I mean, unless if it's like Chinese New Year's or something, then it mm-hmm. will always be filled with oranges and everything. But most of the time now, it's candy containers and then like those things that if somehow our relatives uh, visit, then we will fill those things later on. Like if I wanted to tell another story, I guess. This one was like two years ago. And this is like so messed up for me. I don't know. This thing is always stuck in my head because it's the it's this area. It's like two years ago. I went back from Malaysia. Oh no! Is this a ghost thing? No, it's not. It's not. I was like after taking a break from my job for like two weeks, like I got a Chinese New Year holiday, so mm-hmm. I decided to go back. Some of our relatives came by as well, mm-hmm. and then right there is this one sister of my grandma. She really okay. pissed me off. I know that our mom is not the perfect person in the world, but she's done a lot of things, awful things to you especially, which I don't know because you, you've been keeping so many secrets from me. <laughs> oh my God, now. I'm so devious. Mm-hmm. Go on, go on. Bust, I want to know. Bust, Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're busted. Okay, fine. So uh, <laughs> she pissed me off so much, right? So like my mom was like sharing her story about her days when she got her coma and everything. Mm-hmm. As per usual. 
she mm-hmm. she likes to share that story basically but like mm-hmm. i mean something for people who don't know it's okay to tell and everything yeah but like back to this old hat out of nowhere right mm-hmm. he just said oh but you chose yourself to die and get a coma right she huh? just plainly say that like how awful for a human being to say that there is a reason why both wilson and i yeah. are not particularly fond of any of our relatives right so, yeah, yeah i mean maybe some like one or two the relationship that wilson and i have with our relatives have always been tense we grew up in a household filled with drama people were always bickering with each other making unnecessary petty comments loaded with assumptions and prejudices unfortunately people from both my mom's and my dad's sides of the family are like this with everybody that living room on the ground floor of our house has seen so many things from the constant shouting matches between my mom and my dad my grandma and her other kids or me and mostly my mom when i was a teenager it is of course a site of gathering during festivities but given how performative things were especially when my relatives were around this area just left a very sour aftertaste in my memories it took me a very long time to sort of admit this but if there's just one word to describe the state of our bigger family the most fitting word would probably be fractured wilson and i then talked about the glass dining table we had in our dining area and how ever since we were kids we were so used to eating either just the two of us and eventually only by ourselves in our rooms we would prop up our small plastic dining table in front of the tv and watch dvd series of anime like pokemon or just put on animax and watch reruns of shows talking about this also made me realize that perhaps had this not been the case had we at least eaten together as a family at the dining table our family might not have been so distant and things might have ended up differently after we were done with the dining area we progressed to the staircase which was white with metal railings and we arrive on the second floor where we would immediately be greeted by the door to our parents' room what do you remember mm-hmm. most <laughs> about this room? i think i like i think i know what's going to come but let's you know let's just ask the question I mean, it seemed like my grandma's room. Mm-hmm. This room is filled with perfume, but like, I think mm-hmm. it's more than my grandma's room. Yeah, like, I think that our mom time. also has like a huge vanity with a huge mirror and then a lot of drawers. And I also really like coming to this room also because of this reason, because I can find like all these things like, oh my God. Did you also used to snoop around through her stuff? No, but like I'm not really particularly interested with most of her things. Which are mm-hmm. like jewelries and then a huge amount of medicines everywhere and everything. It's like a hospital patient room. Do you want to talk about this? You know, you you want to talk about the time when I trapped you inside the room? Blah blah blah. Right. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Then I'll give you. I'll give the listeners a background. So when we were kids and I was in elementary school, I was a very creative soul. So I used creative. to draw. <laughs> fuck you i used to draw comic books and comic characters 
And uh, mm-hmm. a couple of my friends and eventually also Wilson followed through. And then we ended up having multiverses of comic characters, mostly either based on <laughs> Digimon, Pokemon, or Mega Man. I think these are the mm-hmm. main things. And <laughs> at some point, <laughs> I thought that it would be a great idea to prank my brother with this stupid little prank that I... <laughs> That I skipped because I thought that, yeah, let's lie to him saying that I'm possessed by one of the comic characters. And then I had to basically trap my brother inside our parents' room whenever our parents would be gone. And I would, like, me as the older brother have to, like, you know, be selfless and, like, I'll be like, I'm going to use my body as a vessel to trap the spirit of the comic character villains and then you have to (laughs) kill me using toy swords and toy arrows and bows and all the little tiny knickknacks that I've collected. Um, The first villain that I decided to, quote, unquote, trap within me was called Balloon Man. (laughs) And then you had... Yeah, I know. And then you had to be Gold Man. And then you were fighting. And then at some point, I remember that you were also like kind of crying because you were scared because you literally really believed that I was being possessed. I was an actor. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, like the dumb childhood moments. But uh, looking back at it, it's really very laughable and hilarious to remember yes. about because like my mind at that time was thinking like lots of questions you know like, uh-huh. first thing is there a ghost in this house and he's addressing my, oh my okay like, okay then second did you finally lose your mind and turn to a psycho Okay. Yeah, like I remember I like, I was crying and everything because yeah, like, I, remember. I remember like I want the I need to go to the toilet, I need to go to the bathroom, I need to <laughs> everything because I can't take it. Oh god. <laughs> I want to go outside. You blocked me. What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, so I thought that I I, I actually don't know why I did it. I thought that it would be fun for like half an hour or so. And then I realized that, oh my God, I I, I found it super funny, right? So I thought I have to keep it going. I have to create more villains. I have to give him more weapons and storyline. And then at some point I was like, oh my God, this is too much work. And then I confessed to you, right? Yeah. I mean, And then you were so angry. It was funny though, right? No. (laughs) (laughs) At that time, it wasn't, of course. Yeah, okay, fine. I'm sorry. I thought it was funny. I also felt like at some point, like, it it was getting too much. So I had to, like, end it. And then I confessed, right? So there was no ghost. It was just me. And uh, it was just that. Shortly after the entire prank, I actually apologized to Wilson. And we agreed that now... That memory is just like a fever dream. We then decided to take a break from discussing about all the different areas within our house and talked about this rather weird thing that my dad has been putting all around the house recently. You know, our dad, he installed Mm -hmm. a lot of security cameras uh, in our house, right? Yes. Uh, A month ago or so, he offered me the login to uh, Mm -hmm. this security camera system so I can also check the house from time to time. Let's just say that uh, I check it like 
weekly or something and then sometimes i see your mom and uh, at some point i think i saw you or our grandma or something you know in the living room let's just say that like i told this to people at work and also to mike my boyfriend and okay. we were all like oh my god this what? is an invasion serious? of privacy exactly wait, wait, no, no. this is an invasion of privacy and then you remember swati right swati from the third episode that you really like oh no okay yeah she said no this is an invasion of privacy this is not okay mike said the same thing and then a minute after that they were both like can we see it <laughs> and i was and i was like of course <laughs> and then i had to you, like oh. <laughs> you guys are like international peeping toms I, yes, we were people. Did they just mention it's an invasion of privacy? Then they want to see it after that. Yes, we're awful people. That's why all of us are on this podcast. Wow, hypocrites. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're the better brother. Okay. After the break. Wilson's room, my room, and our favorite things. Okay, and we're back. Wilson and I will enter into the domains of our rooms. Mm-hmm. Let's start out with what used to be our nursery. Now it's <laughs> your room. So what do you like most about your room and what secrets have you been keeping from all of us? I mean, you know that I like to collect all these figurines and toys. When oh yeah, I, that's like, true. When, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, when we were, when we were both small. I really love collecting Happy Meals at that time. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know. <laughs> I remember, yes. Like, I still displayed them in my mm-hmm. room. Like I have a yeah, couple of cupboards and everything. Those things are with my Pokemon figuring collections. And I have That's so true. many of those. Yes, you spend and a lot of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you guys don't know, like we both share our love so much for that franchise throughout, throughout our childhood. Mm-hmm. And other things are like, I think the old drawings that we oh, have. Oh, yeah, that's true. You, you, uh, you also have them. a lot of uh, your uh, <laughs> sketchbooks, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I also saved some of yours, basically. So, oh, like, thank you. So, yeah, I think all those things are like, I have fond memories of them. And, you know, it's like, it's something that I always kind of like look back to mm-hmm. in my room. Yeah. And also, uh, do you remember that I think in your room, uh, we also used to play a lot of Just Dance on the Wii. Remember? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were barely moving, but we know how to sway and swing the controller. Because our our room is so small, right? So sometimes you hit me in the face or my, oh, yeah, my arm, my shoulder. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did that. I, I did that to you as well. So I'm not. Mm. <laughs> but uh because our room is too small so it's like it's so hard to play that game mm. 
But another point that mm-hmm. I would like to bring up about your room, I remember that I was snooping through your things as per usual. I, mm-hmm. uh, boundary issues. But like, I found mm-hmm. this like diary. I, I've told you about this. I found this diary. Oh. Uh, when we were kids, mm-hmm. we used to get a lot of these uh, tiny, tiny notebooks. Normally, it was like cartoon characters in the cover. Uh, mm-hmm. And then like this particular one that I found amongst many others was actually uh, Winnie the Pooh. I think it was Eeyore. And then I opened it and then mm-hmm. I saw that this was basically your diary. But it was barely a diary. It was more like a re- uh, recollection of what you experienced when I think you were like four or five, maybe. Your handwriting was still very, very bad. And then it mm. was, and then I remember I read it. I stood in the middle of your room and then I was just like, oh my God, this boy was so sad. <laughs> like it was, it was honestly, I think, even up until now, one of the saddest things I've ever looked at because it's uh, one of the many entries on that diary, journal, whatever, from Wilson was the fact that it was just written, good morning, diary. Today, I woke up happy. I went to school and then I went to have swimming lessons with my brother and my father. I went home and then I had dinner. Now I'm going to sleep. I feel happy. Good night. And I was like, oh no. Oh, God. oh, oh cringe. No. So yeah, it's cringy for you, but reading that, I was like, oh no, how lonely were like how lonely was this boy until he had to like keep this diary. Like, oh my oh, God. God. I think that my room comes next. So it is separated mm. from your room with this like screen sliding door. And this was the room that was basically renovated outwards from the house right mm-hmm. and once we enter the room uh through this partition there's going to be like a bathroom and a sink and because i feel like my room was also kind of bigger were you jealous mm-hmm. or were you jealous i wasn't jealous of your room but oh. in fact i hate it. i hate your room oh i really hate it why because right now the condition mm-hmm. of your room now the mm-hmm. ventilation, I'm, I'm really not sure. Like, it's always messed up. It's like a sauna in there. Yeah. D- when do you, you know turn- why it's a sauna? Because it's like the most outwards from the entire house. It has humongous windows. And Indonesia is super duper hot. Mm-hmm. So if you open the window, because I think that the curtains that I have, it's kind of like blackout curtains in which like, if you don't open them, it's going to be fine. But like mm-hmm. at most days where there's where there are no sunlight and everything, it's still like a sauna. It's like, I'm fine with having the fans turn on only and then it just... After a series of complaints about my room being too warm, Wilson then proceeded to note the fact that there are a lot of crosses and Jesus or Mother Mary statues around my room. This is, of course, all of my mom's doing. Because at some point, I was dating this guy who was a Jehovah's Witness. And my mom was very, very much against non-canonical sects of Christianity. Wilson also told me that shortly after I went to Malaysia, my mom also invited a priest to bless my room so that it is rid of all evil and wrong teachings of God's work. Honestly, joke's on her because I also invited my Jehovah's Witness ex once back home and I sucked him off right there while being surrounded by all of the crosses and the statues, so 
I don't think you can sanitize that. Since you're mentioning uh, the different corners of the room, maybe this would be relevant then. Do you remember、mm-hmm. the cupboard, the wooden cupboard in my room, the one in the corner of my room? <laughs> yes, that、uh, one what, was like. Was that like, the one that was blessed with holy water? That's one of them. That's one of them. Yeah, that's good. I can explain <laughs> to you probably later. But what's in the cupboard now? Most of the things are like old pillows, old blankets, and then some of your. Costumes, those unif like the uniforms, costumes, and then like、mm, yeah, I guess so. It's still the same. In, in that cupboard, when you get back、mm-hmm. to my room at some point,、mm-hmm. you'll find on the right hand side of the cupboard where there would be like shelves too, like a lot of shelves, right? Yes. There's also a um like a drawer that you can like pull,、mm-hmm. and then inside、mm-hmm. it, when I was in high school. I remember that that's where I would keep my cum rag. <laughs> at some point, I realized that I can't keep it forever, right? Because at some point, it was kind of like hard because of all the cum on it, and、mm. uh, I realized that I had to like wash it. But then I also didn't want you to notice, so I had to wash it <laughs> while I was showering, and then I put it inside there again. And at some point, I remember that it got moldy. Oh God! No, I don't. Now, now that you mention it, I, I really don't want to see it.、Mm. Oh、so my question to you would be: When you get back, can you check if it's still there? And if it's still there, can you put it in the wash? I'll throw it、it's、away. Like some, yeah, throw it away, please. Like、okay. <laughs> it's <laughs> because if it was still there, then it was still there for like over two and a half years now. So it's probably、oh、a good idea to throw it. Away. I mean, why don't you let yourself out in the shower or in the let myself、lid? out? You mean jerk off? Yes, I'm using a very innocent and proper way. I don't care what. No, you, you can you can say fuck, you can say bitch, you can cuss all、oh, okay, you want.、Fine. Uh, the reason why I don't like to jerk off in the shower is because I'm homosexual and I'm particularly fond of the smell and the taste of cum. So I like to be able to see what I've made, and that is the reason why I don't like to do it under running water. But isn't it like a hassle clean them off? That's why. That's where、there. the cum rag comes in handy. Don't you? Don't you need to wash it again and everything? At that point in time, I washed it like once every month if I was being diligent. It's so complicated, very tedious. I prefer to just jerk off the toilet. That's it. You know, so that the evidence can be can be evidence. You're、random. making it seem like jerking off is a bad thing. No, don't be offended. Like, no, no, I'm not offended. Oh, okay, I'm just saying it as a joke. Okay, I mean, then I'm offended. Just... <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just to make it like go away fast and everything. You don't need cleaning off. You don't. Need you also、it. know you. Okay, here's the thing: when you come and then it congeals <laughs> into this gel-like substance, and then you wash、mm-hmm. it with running water, you know that it might clog up the drain, right? Yes. <laughs> That's so, why I prefer the toilet. Just do it and wipe it with tissue or something, and then throw it away. It's gonna be smelly. You know that, right? Suck on it. I mean, okay, fine. <laughs> After talking about cum with my brother, we talked about the many cupboards that we have back in our rooms, filled with hundreds of comic books, as we were practically comic book hoarders. 
Wilson's favorite comic book series is a Brazilian one called Monica and Friends, which I would say fall under the genre of comedy, but also slice of life. I then also remembered about the first ever comic book that I purchased when I was six years old, which is also, to nobody's surprise, my favorite hard copy comic book ever. It was the 26th volume of Detective Conan. The pages are now yellowish because I've read that particular book hundreds, if not thousands of times, and I actually colored some of the pages because I thought that that was what comic books were for. With the main aspects of our rooms being explored, that concludes the house tour brought to you by Wilson and Andy or Andrew. I do think it's uh, quite funny because ever since I was 17, I don't think my brother and I have lived in that house at the same time. And with our parents being quite a bit much sometimes, I can definitely relate to how frustrating it would be to be cooped up during this pandemic in a house with the people that you don't really like. So like now, given the fact that you're living with our parents now, right? On a scale from one Mm -hmm. to 10, where are you right now mentally? Are you burnt out? Are you pissy? Are you still angry all the time? Mm, I mean, before COVID happens and everything, and just when I got back from Malaysia, after I resigned my job from there, I think my mental level wasn't at a good place at that time, which now I kind of scale at, like, you know, I mean, at that time, I I scale at a five. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yes, I was really pissy, angry most of the time because like, I know for a fact that, you know, my parents doesn't even care about the state of our mental health, you and me, per mm-hmm. se. Now, right now, I guess I'm doing fine. I try to be more ignorant for the things that I disagree the most with our hypocritical parents mm-hmm. because sometimes their problems were so silly and dumb. Like, I know I don't want to waste my effort and energy on them. Like, it's a waste of time. But, like, on the other hand, I guess right now, while also helping, like, my dad with his work in his hometown Mm -hmm. here, Mm -hmm. I still got my my own time to do my own stuff, which is my art stuff, developing them. And then, yeah, and, like, I now also work out most of the time Mm -hmm. just to keep the COVID away. (laughs) disgusting disgusting oh my god i'm trying to be healthy here no 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 no. the the healthy part is really good the way that you said i'm just working most of the time to keep the covid away it's always a cliche isn't it when you're a kid you're filled with the many wonders that the world promises you You go to so many different places and meet a lot of people along the way, yet you always seem to come back to the many things you experienced when you were a kid. To the many wanderers out there, far away from home, to look for a better life, I say hello and I hope that you're doing well. To the travelers halfway across the globe, the ones who can't go back home because the pandemic still ravages the world, I say hang tight. And I hope that you get a taste of back home soon enough. As I've mentioned before, I don't miss the people back home all that much, but I do miss some things. 
I miss the plastic container somewhere in my old house filled with a bunch of fake Yu-Gi-Oh cards that my brother and I used to collect. I would look at them and remember the many card duels that I used them in. But on top of everything, I miss this pillow that I used ever since I was a kid. A pillow that's gotten so worn with time. Its color a sullied shade of what it used to be. Its texture denser yet more comfortable every time I lay my head on top of it. As if the pillow stockpiled all the dreams that I've poured into it with every single sleep. I remember the much simpler times when my brother and I would be in our room having dinner because that's something we did, something normal way back when. We would sit down in front of this table that we fashioned to be our dining table with old newspapers as makeshift tablecloth so that we didn't stain the surface of the table. After we prepared our dinner, we would then select which episodes of Pokemon or Shinchan to watch. We would grab our spoons and forks and then we would start digging in as we watched our favorite episodes. Episodes that made us laugh, made us gasp, and never ceased to amaze us no matter how many times we watched them, taking comfort in what is familiar to us. Just the little things, you know? This is Andy, or Andrew, and you're listening to Edgy But Like Make It Gay. If you like this cringe fest of a podcast, then I probably like you too. Where did you find this podcast? Spotify? Apple Podcast? Eh, I guess wherever you get your podcast from. Music this episode is by Waterboy and Dream Heaven. New episode coming out in two weeks. Bye bye.